This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like which Looney Tunes character gets you the hardest? And are Indians the new master race in America? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello, and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, where we promise even before May 1st, all Americans will have access to our show, wherever you get your podcasts. I am yeah. Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the newly laid after over a year slump, Phil Causey. Phil. Uh, that really is a personal thing to say. Um, but you at the same hear the relaxed and non not irritated nature in his voice. Can you feel it, America? First of all, that was that we're, we're that was not that's not news, by the way. That was you could have done that on either of the last couple episodes, but you chose well, we this one. So it's news now, isn't it? it it's news to the world. Um, all 15 of you, Phil got the poison out, and none of your <laughs> lives are in danger any longer. That that is he that was is quarantining true. with his parents in Connecticut for like like eight months. Eight, eight months. months, and then it, oh it had been a little God. bit before even the pandemic started. Then the pandemic started, and uh, man, I don't know how Phil did it. Yeah, there were other reasons why I had to stay there. Uh, obviously, it wasn't that. Um, but yes, <laughs> no, it is always a good feeling to uh, to get the poison out. I'd go into details, but I, I feel like we should spare everyone uh, those sad, yeah. sad details of the show. And I also, you did text me a minute ago. You're like, hey, I know exactly what we're going to talk about. At the beginning of the show, and I, I was oh, this excited. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what did you want to talk about? Well, so I'm I'm visiting my parents in Chicago. Okay. And last night we went. We we took a car. My my aunt picked me up. It was me, my parents, my aunt, uh, and my uncle, and my other aunt. And we drove to my aunt and uncle's house. And uh, we all drove mask free because everyone's vaccinated. We drove my aunt and uncle's house, and then we're just drinking and laughing. And I realized that now old people are the fun party people and young people are the scolds and the the like uh, the boring squares. Yeah. It's a total role reversal. <laughs> that's true because old people are the only ones who are allowed basically you once you're back yeah, outside. Right yeah, now. that's funny. But you have 70-year-olds in the street. Dude, they're fucking raging, yeah. man. They need <laughs> to- that's what I was thinking. I got fu- my parents fucked me up. I got fucked up with my parents and then they drove me home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Your parents drank you under the table like, oh, what are you, little puss? You couldn't even do that fourth shot with us. Well, yeah, no, that, that's pretty cool. I, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, hopefully I get to have a drink with my folks in the next couple months again. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I did get my first uh, shot last week, by the way. I know we haven't talked about that yet. At least I don't think we have on the show. Got my first shot. Um, I know you, you had both ears because you're an Indian doctor and your whole family, you guys are on the priority list. I get that too. But I, want, I wanted to mention something else too, speaking of getting laid is that uh, today and yesterday here in New York City were the first like 70 degree days of the year. And those are, it's almost like a holiday. It's a it's vibe. It's hunting season. Thank you, Aaliyah Janine. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, by the way. Aaliyah Thank Janine, you. <laughs> third voice. Glad to have you back. But no, there is something, and Aaliyah, you'll probably back me up on this. There's yeah, something about spring. going outside. It's mating season. It's mating season. We're There's... animals. It's not that difficult. Yeah. It, it was crazy the amount of creepy stares that I uh, oh. involved myself in yesterday <laughs> and today. Um, <laughs> it was because there is, there is something about it. There's something about those first yeah. couple of days where it gets warm. Yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not quite sundress day. Not quite. No, no, I'm still wearing sweatshirts. Which, which I also think it's going to snow again, because if you don't remember last year, this happened this exact same week. 
Yep. It was really, really nice on St. Patrick's Day. And we're all like, oh, it would have been a great day to party. <laughs> and then it snowed on the 28th. I, I'm from Wisconsin. So when it gets nice like this, when it's normally cold, I'm like, I don't trust it. I just I I just know better. It's like <laughs> I take my clothes off and go outside immediately. You savor every moment. You know, <laughs> that's how that goes. Aliyah Janine, you have a uh, I want to talk about this. You have a, a really fun project that you're doing mm-hmm. right now called <laughs> How to Do Drugs. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's my. Um, I love that my, name. Thank you, and, and the um, my little logo with the nose and the blood. Oh yeah, it's real strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it makes a statement. Um, yeah, it's a new podcast that I started. Um, I just released episode uh, three. I have a Patreon page where I'm releasing um, like Patreon exclusive episodes. Like I interviewed two girls um, that I used to dance with that are now like suburban house moms and like. The, the concept of the podcast, yes, is obviously we're talking about drugs and not teaching people how to do drugs, although they probably can learn um, some things. Yeah, that information also, is very Googleable these days. Yeah, yeah. But there's also, um, I talked to a lot of people who um, were drug addicts, you know, and, and recovering and, um, you know, people who maybe maintain, you know, like um, are um, functional alcoholics. Like I want to have more open, honest conversations about people, you know, who maybe pop Xanax every day or Adderall, you, you know, like, because drugs are all around us. It's very similar, you know, to sex and sex work. It's like this conversation that is still like really stigmatized, especially um, recovering addicts and stuff like that. People who have been to prison, you know, for drug related things, and then they come out and they're clean, but they're still stigmatized, you know, by this, whereas like an alcoholic, they're praised for, for being sober. You know, and they'd be like, oh, we'll give him another chance. But someone who's addicted to heroin, who, you know, is also clean, like they're looked at differently, even though the addictions are very similar. So it's like a whole conversation, all spectrums are very funny, like drug stories and very serious, you know, and very sad ones. So I want the whole spectrum of um, talk, talking about drugs. Yeah. Well, if you ever need anybody to go on there and talk about an ayahuasca adventure, let me know. Uh, yes, ever... yes. No, anyone. Like I'm I'm going to yeah. try to get my uncle on who used to, you know, kind of um, he was in a, you know, a biker gang and he was a national enforcer and he used to, you know, have business transactions, very large, you know, so I want to talk to shipments of pharmaceuticals, if you will. Well, you know, they did business transactions and they bought goods and sold goods and that's business. So, um, yeah, yes. that's how money works. Yes. <laughs> that's how money works. <laughs> or, or if you also, if you ever need anybody to talk about prescription uh, drugs and how to get them, Sandeep Sen would be Sandeep, a guest. Yeah, episode. no, actually, that would be really fun to have you on to talk about like how people may try to get specific things because they see it on TV and stuff. They're like, oh, I have that. I need this drug instead of like, mm-hmm. no, that's not how doctoring works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got a headache. Can you get me uh, three months worth of um, fucking Xanax? <laughs> you know, or something like that. You can talk about the time I, I had too many gummy bears and uh, oh, <laughs> and hopped up on gummy bears. They're that's a very specific type hot. of gummy bear you're talking about yes. there, uh, <laughs> Mr. Sin. That, that's a different episode of the podcast. That'll be, yeah, I'm sure there's much better people than uh, either of us for that. Um, all right. So moving along to uh, to some outrage here, as okay. we always do. Now, Aliyah Janine, I mm-hmm. unfortunately DM'd you and said, I would you like to do the show again? Because I need someone who's an expert on what men jack off to. Yeah. I mean, it, that's 
true. Yes. So, so. <laughs> Unfortunately, you get DMs almost every day from people explicitly describing what they're jacking off to, which is unfortunate, but. Uh, yeah, I actually like um, Instagram finally gave the option to where I could block all those like other messages. Oh yeah. And so now it's amazing. Cause like on Twitter and Facebook, you could block them, but on Instagram, it, that's where I was getting most of them. But yeah, now no one can um, DM me anymore. And let me tell you, it's been pretty amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> jacking off, man. You, you lost your chance. You, know? oh, you can yeah. still jack off. You just can't tell her about it anymore. Yeah. Or send in, me in pictures real time. of myself. You know, sucking dick and stuff. Yeah, there's some very interesting. I feel bad because there are some dudes, you know, who and people who send me really nice DMs and stuff like that. Like, you know, whatever. But yeah, like there was just too many of the other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it, unfortunately, yeah, you know, the a couple of bad seeds ruin fun for the whole class. Yeah, they really do. You know, <laughs> that is how that goes. So the reason why why I brought that up is because there is some very strange outrage that's been happening. This is sort of one of the bigger stories that you'll see us cover. We usually cover weird stuff, but mm-hmm. this one this came up weird. and a lot of people have been talking about it. And I, I, we have to do this on this show. This is yeah. kind of what it's for. So Space Jam, the 1996 quote unquote classic, 25 <laughs> years in Space Jam. Can you guys believe that? Ugh, so scary. I, I was born in the seventies, like nineteen seventy. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm a little. I was ten when this movie came out, and I, this was like a like I have this on VHS. I have a VHS copy somewhere at my parents' house of Space Jam. It was like one was of those a junior mo- in high school, I think, sophomore junior in high school. What? I was a sophomore. No, I was a junior in high school. I graduated in ninety-seven. Yeah. So All right. So yeah, so Space Jam came out, and. In the old version, there's uh, you got your Lola Bunny, who's like the Bugs Bunny sidekick slash love interest, the female bunny. Mm-hmm. And she was like He's one there. of the best players, too, if I remember correctly. I haven't uh, seen a movie in a while, but yeah, we, we can go with that. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she's also a basketball player. Oh, she was but, a player on and off the court. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's what this is about. So they released some artwork recently of the uh, the new 2021 Lola that we're going to be getting in the LeBron James version of this movie, slated to come mm-hmm. out later this year. And in that, she's uh, got a different outfit on. She's got like a basketball jersey and doesn't have a sports bra anymore. Mm-hmm. She's got smaller boobs and smaller hips and looks kind of more athletic. And uh, apparently people are upset about this. <laughs> This is not. Uh, well, they, yeah. got, they got very upset because the picture that they used to compare is actually an erotic fan art picture. It's not actually the real Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny was like sexy, oh. but mm-hmm. it wasn't that Lola Bunny. Like if you do a reverse uh, image search, like there is this dude, uh, his newsletter, I think it's Garbage Day. Um, he had did a reverse. Yeah. And if you do it, it's actually erotic fan art of Lola Bunny. But someone had tweeted that. But yeah, she was um, she did have like longer like your, her shorts were shorter and she had like, you know, the tank top on and, and whatever. But yeah, now the new one, she's just wearing a jersey and she looks like a tomboy, basically, you know, or a tom. I don't know. <laughs> She's a fucking Tom man. Bunny. Yes. Tom no, Bunny. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, and the thing, the thing I think is interesting about this is in order to express outrage about this, you have to, the people who are mad about this have to sort of admit like, oh no, no. Like I used to jack off to that. Like I find that sexy and I'm mad that it's no longer sexy. Yeah, like how dare the- they desexualize this cartoon? That, that, that's funny to me. 
Well, a lot of, um, if you look at a lot of cartoons, um, all of the female characters tend to be prettier and sexier than the male ones that just goes for all of them. But there is tons of cartoon porn. Like, mm-hmm. I only watch Hetnai porn. <laughs> like, if I actually watch porn, it's fucking Hetnai only um, because, like, I know too many people, you know, in it. And it's just, <laughs> it is really weird. And, like, even some amateur stuff, I'm like, because eh, it's amateur stuff and, and most of the time when it's people it's like i'm critiquing it you know what i mean like it's hard so it's for you it's kind of like watching like if, if somebody else were watching comedy it's like oh pff, i yeah. can do that shit oh she yeah. she's totally doing it all wrong like i could you know like that kind of thing yeah it, it is like kind of a, a like yeah it's really weird for me to watch like people now. <laughs> so um yeah even my girl um my friend sovereign sire she's also um you know, a, a sex worker and comedian, but yeah, she's like, that's all I, we can watch really is that kind of stuff. And I always watch it on mute because I can't stand the voices. Well, the audio, them. especially in some of that hentai stuff, it's like it's a screeching. Very, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's almost made to sound like children. It's very, very high pitched, like that Asian uh, sort of style animation. Yeah. It's very, yeah. And just the organ, I'm like, I can't. And half the time you can't under I can't understand what they're saying anyway, because I don't speak, you know, any Mandarin or anything like that. So I'm Well, just sometimes like, they'll be nice enough to give you subtitles so you can understand yeah, the plot. And that's yeah. <laughs> but I mean you could just watch it. The whole thing Or like dub in English voices, like Yeah, oh yeah, that's hilarious to. when they do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the poorly translated uh no, yeah, for sure. your skirt. So as far as the Lola about, thing goes. Yeah. Uh, some fans, and I'm using fans very loosely here, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what the Venn diagram of people who love a space jam to just jack off to this kind of stuff is. Yeah. Um, some of them are saying that it's part of cancel culture, which uh, I think is kind of funny. They're trying to make it a political issue. Like, oh, how dare the libs take away Lola's tits? Of <laughs> course they're going to do that. Well, some people, you know, there's the side where it's like, um, people are like, oh, well, why can't she be sexy and a good basketball player? Like women are able to do both. Like I could be a porn star and get a degree in psychology. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why can't women be seen as sexy, but also be able to do these things? And then the other side is like, oh, like, like we shouldn't be sexualizing cartoons. And that's like, they're cartoons. They're meant for children for the most part cartoons have already been sexualized i mean deep yeah, on the internet the- there is porn of every cartoon you watch yeah and peppy yeah. Le Pew, like he was one of my favorite ones but i also had even as a child enough common sense to know that they're not real <laughs> and that what they do isn't real and like isn't allowed in real life you know what i mean like i'm not allowed to just throw a fucking anvil at somebody you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> i also know that i'm not supposed to go and grope somebody <laughs> like pepe the pew no, you know the pew thing's interesting because i i gotta be honest with you even when i was a kid mm-hmm. i was weirded out watching that i always thought that it was the weirdest fucking cartoon i, I didn't like oh that yeah no like, like of... i knew that he was just a creep like even as a kid my mom like we would watch and be like there's a creepy little fucking skunk be like always trying to get laid kind of thing. Yeah. And like even, yeah, like we knew that that was wrong. And so, and also like what generations, like why is Generation Z even trying to watch Pepe Le Pew? Like they can't cancel stuff. If anything, they need to take it and learn from them. You know, they're, they're trying to, someone had pointed out something in the Bernstein Bear books. Do you remember those books? I loved those books growing up, but they have parts in it where it's like, where the dad is talking to the kids, it's like, oh, I'm a he. 
I'm a father, I'm a she, I'm a mother, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, now, and, and a lot of people have a lot of pushback on a lot of different things, like, like cultural changes, like uh, segregation and uh, women's rights and LGBTQ rights. Like people didn't want to give those things or change the way that things were, but they need to change. And it's the same with the pronouns and stuff like this, but you can't like cancel those books or like burn those books because that's a part of history. And if anything, we need to learn from that. For sure. And I think that actually uh, relates well to the Lola thing because mm-hmm. pretty much every cartoon and every superhero, all these things, they mm-hmm. do get updated over time. Yeah. And, and, and so and 25 years, it's been 25 years in Space Jam. Yeah. So it, it's been a quarter it. century. It's okay to update it a bit. Yeah, to, to yeah. what's more culturally and socially acceptable for like this time. Yeah, period. and by the way, if you are one of these people who's jacking off to Lola Bunny, I'm not shaming you. I'm not a kink <laughs> shamer in any way. Okay, it is your prerogative. It's your right. Uh, whatever you do behind closed doors, whatever you're wanking it to, as mm-hmm. long as no one's getting hurt, have yeah. fun. Lola Bunny's nothing. Have you guys seen Jessica Rabbit on yeah. seen Roger Rabbit? Jessica I mean, if Rabbit. you're going to jack off to a bunny... She's the one. Don't know. Yeah. She makes Lola look like, you know. <laughs> well, sometimes oh. some guys might like her because she plays basketball and they want somebody they have something in common with, you know? Because oh, yeah. some guys might jack off to Lola for her personality. Her. You ever think cool of that? Cool World, Kim Basinger and Cool World. But she was like an actual cartoon person. Yeah, they totally make like adult type cartoons um, for grownups who like to jack off to Marge Simpson for some reason. Mommy issues, I'm guessing. Well, also, too, I, w- I want to mention that this is this goes under the uh, uh, a category of people getting mad over fiction because this mm. is sort of a, a much more niched, weird version of every time they update a superhero and it doesn't look exactly like it used to, mm-hmm. or maybe the love interest. Like I don't know if you guys remember a couple years ago when they released the new Spider-Man movies, Zendaya, who's an African American, was the love interest for Spider-Man now, and people were upset that like he had like a half black girlfriend and oh my god how dare they and i'm sitting over here like i don't care it's fiction shut your goddamn mouth and watch the movie and that's yeah. kind of how i feel about this too i really don't care how big lola's tits are it's not really going to yeah. affect the plot of the space jam sequel you know well i mean a lot of that stuff too always seems like it's meant to distract us from something more important <laughs> for some reason anytime something yeah that fucking retarded <laughs> you guys are getting mad like someone actually pointed out and they didn't even use the right fucking picture that, oh, Lola changed her outfit <laughs> or whatever. How dare she? How dare Disney like, take like, this Like, who did we bomb now? Disney? You know, who did Biden bomb now? That's what I want to know. But like, what part of the news cycle did that get buried under? Yeah, no, exactly. What, what lead got buried under Lola's rack? That, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. Mm-hmm. And all, well, in, in response to this outrage, uh, the director of the new one, Malcolm D. Lee, he did say something that echoes sort of what you and I have been saying for the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Um, and he said, quote, this is 2021. It's important mm-hmm. to reflect the, ont- the authenticity of strong, capable female characters. Unquote. Yeah. I mean, so if we- anything, we just need to start sexualizing male cartoons more. That's what I had tweeted that. I'm like, you guys are fighting the wrong fight. <laughs> like, like, cause a lot of times, um, like I'm shadow banned, like I'm legitimately shadow banned from Instagram on Instagram and Facebook. We're like, if you Google me, like my Instagram and Facebook public profiles don't show up in any Google searches. Well, good for and you. It's in, it's insane. And it's because I keep pointing out um, because they'll like take down posts 
of like anytime a woman says anything, like I got a post taken down um, for this, like commenting on this meme. Um, I said, men are dumb and had like a smiley face, like the laugh cry emoji or whatever. And I got suspended for 24 hours for that. But guys (laughs) could like like, sit there and post all this stuff or um, on Instagram, like women aren't allowed to be topless. And I'm like, okay, well, if women aren't allowed to be topless, then men shouldn't be allowed to be topless either. Because why are you only- Like, why are you only sexualizing the female, you know, body and not the male body? Well, let me me do my best to to address that question, because I think I have an answer for that. And because here's the thing is that we have had throughout time, throughout cartoons, there always have been sort of half naked dudes. Like you've got He-Man and Tarzan um, and the men have been that way. The thing is, I think that because it's not really a sexual fantasy Mm -hmm. um, for women to watch like a Tarzan cartoon as much as it's a sexual self image fantasy for the men, the mm-hmm. men dream of being like the Jack dude who yeah. saves the woman in the tree, you know? Yeah. And so I think that that's kind of what it is. Um, as far as, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. How would you go about sexualizing these characters? Cause they're already half naked in those cases. Like, Bugs Bunny, like Bunny a is completely bulge. naked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, that'd, some, be, that'd be amazing. One of my space. followers said, "Yeah, Bugs Bunny in gray sweatpants or <laughs> we yeah. riot." I think he said, which is hilarious. That's really fun. But no, like yeah, it's it's because I mean, but you I, also like trying to like that be really gross to me. <laughs> well, I mean, some people might be into that because here's the thing: it's yeah, it's not yeah, just heteros yeah. who are jacking off to cartoons. Yeah, oh, it no, might no, be. No. You know. Well, I mean, like if you think about it, when you were a kid, but like some people, like. Um, you know, before kids are like fully, like their brains are fully developed and stuff. Yeah. They may like fall in love with a cartoon character, you know, or something like that, or may have like some type of weird sexual <laughs> attraction or like a crush on someone, you know, something from like Lion King. Well, or... sometimes you're too young to even, for to even be a sexual crush. Cause yeah, I'm like, sure... like you don't, yeah. They don't realize that their brains are, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was 10 when Space Jam came out, and I'm sure that at least one of my friends or somebody who was around my age who might have had a crush on Lola Bunny back in mm-hmm. the day, not knowing that it was a sexual attraction just because yeah. they were 10. <laughs> yeah, just because, you know? yeah, because their brain's like, you know, we have two systems and the other one is working overdrive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I don't remember ever being, like, attracted to cartoons as a kid. <laughs> Either you know really, what I mean? He man, he man is cut. No, I just thought he was just he man. You know, again, like, they're not there. It's not there. Oh, you probably like the bad boy. Like, did you like Skeletor? That was like your, uh, you know. Well, I definitely never. Yeah, that. like I guess, like when I watch, like if anything, like it would be shows more like Saved by the Bell or like My So Called Life, like with real people in it. Mm-hmm. That, that like I like would find, you know, be sexually attracted to or have crushes on, you know, people because they're people. But yeah, growing so up. So 16 year old Mario Lopez was totally your uh, speed. <laughs> well, out of everyone <laughs> on that show that I wanted to bang, I ended up banging Screech. And um, wait, wait, like, really? Yeah. You bang Screech? The fuck? When I was 19. Uh, um, how how did was, this come about? He was doing stand-up comedy. I, this is when I lived in Milwaukee. I was um, a cocktail waitress. God damn it. Um, I was a cocktail waitress at this bar called The Up and Under. Um, my mom used to date the owner. And in, in Wisconsin, um, as long as you're 18, you could work in bars and stuff. But I was also allowed to drink there because my mom almost married the owner. So I kind of like, I was a real asshole. 
because I would just be wasted in them just constantly at like 19. So sorry, Mike. As one um, does in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's Wisconsin, so it's kind of yeah. normal. But um, yeah, he was performing at the Comedy Cafe. He was opening up for somebody I don't remember. Technically, that was the first comedy show I ever went to. But um, yeah, he came in and um, we just did a bunch of shots of Jägermeister. He's actually the reason why I don't drink Jägermeister anymore. <laughs> And um, that's amazing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I went home with him and then he invited me to the comedy show and then I went to the show, but then he kept like coming back in because he was there all weekend and he wanted to hook up more. And I was like, no, I, like the first time was like, it was enough because like he, I didn't stop thinking. I'm like, I'm having sex with Screech. <laughs> you know, I guess, but he was really good, by the way. And this is before he like got in porn, before I got into porn, before I was even a fucking stripper. So <laughs> this was like, it was if he was good, why did you say no to the poor guy when he was because trying? he was <laughs> trying to make him forget about Lisa? You know. Uh. I would have loved to bang Lisa. Yeah. First of all, uh, R.I.P. Justin Diamond. Yeah, and yeah, and then he course. passed away. But also, yeah. uh, that actually makes sense that he'd be like a fucking good banger because he, yeah, he's he got the chip on his shoulder. Head. Okay, because he's everyone has the yeah. attitude you do of like, oh, it's just Screech. He's like, yeah, I'll fucking show you who's just Screech. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, he did a good, um, he did a good job of that. Yeah, because this was, I remember him talking about how like he may be. Um, book for the role of Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movie, and then Matthew. Oh, you made it sketchy. Yeah, and then but Matthew Lillard got it uh, <laughs> right. That's his name, I believe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's a good side note. Um, as far as the outrage goes on the Lola story, um, I, I'm gonna. This is one of the dumbest outrages I've ever we've ever done on this show. This is yeah. This is really fucking stupid. So definite fake outrage for me. Yeah, I would agree on the fake outrage. It's um, it's silly. <laughs> the niche of people who would even have an opinion you have to have had watched space jam mm-hmm. 25 years ago still be still care about the franchise now mm-hmm. and enough to like even know who lola is yeah. i mean i have no idea i i saw space Jam. i, I remember nothing about it I, it's, yeah it's the niche that would even care and then you have to be outraged it's got me like four people but i mean that's <laughs> what that's what twitter and social media does you know, you find like your little echo chambers and, and stuff like that. And then you have one person tweet something, be like, yeah, that's horrible. And then retweet it and be like, no, this is why it's not horrible. And blah, blah, blah. This is why I'm, I'm writing a blog right you know, now. You're right, Aaliyah. Um, there is an echo chamber of like 16 horny dudes who, who are like hardcore Lola fans. You're right. Yeah. And they're, th- that's where this is from. <laughs> that's definitely where this is. people, they just, it's like the, um, it's like the dudes from Reddit who got GameStop to go all the way. <laughs> Which is another hilarious thing, but that's a different conversation. So fake outrage yeah. on that one. And uh, moving along, we're going to move along from uh, the cartoon world to the real world, aren't we, Sandy? Ooh. All right. This, is, this next story is my favorite story of all time. Wow. Uh, that's a bold claim because we've done hundreds. Yeah. It comes to us from The Sun which is a UK publication that mm-hmm. I think of all the ones we've seen is like the the worst. Is it like the post? The it's like the post yeah, it's like the post of London. It's like dumb right-leaning tabloidy bullshit. Mm-hmm. We've done a it's, lot it's, of it's dumb way worse fucking. It's too. Yeah. Much, that's too insulting to the post. Um, <laughs> the, the Daily News is up there with them too. A lot of those UK ones. That's why we use them on the, the show because the, the stories are so dumb and people are mad about really stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, Sandeep. Keep going. The headline is Joe Biden sparks outrage as he tells NASA engineer that Indian Americans are quote taking over the country unquote. Yeah. Oh, I knew I loved Biden. 
I knew I loved Biden. Uh, the NASA engineer's name is Swathi Mohan, who's Indian, obviously. And uh, on a 10 scale of Indian names, that's only like a strong seven, too, by the way. Yeah, definitely. She's the guidance and controls operation lead for the Mars Perseverance landing. And he's he's she there had some call and she's like, it's an honor for you to speak with us. She's like, Are you kidding? The honor's all mine. I, Indian Americans are taking over the the country. My vice president, my speechwriter are all Indian. Um, so he meant it as like a compliment, but people took it as like he's talking bad about like this, right? Is that the outrage? Well, I, I, I am yeah. very unclear on okay. what the outrage is. So here's what the sun. Here's where the sun shows their god awful journalism. They okay. say. One Twitter user called Biden racist when sharing the quote. <laughs> they don't even say the tweet. The, the they admit it's only one person. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like Twitter user followers. John at John, John Fields or whatever. Bunch of numbers. <laughs> now they're just saying one Twitter user. They didn't even show the Twitter quote. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, some, some, some one Twitter user. One guy from Nebraska is really upset about this. Let's write an article. <laughs> I mean, one Twitter user thinks the aliens at Mars are controlling the government. Like one Twitter user says a lot of shit. And uh, then they said another person, and no, no source of even another person said people are talking about Biden's racism being harmless or meant in a good way are about as clear an example of the insidiousness of the model minority myth one could imagine. I don't or like know maybe even that, pandering. Like I could see someone saying that it's pandering to um, American Indians or whatever. Uh, or I'll tell yeah. you who has no problem with this. Me. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is a great quote. The New York Post called the remark tone deaf and included it on a list of gaffes, including where Biden told Black Americans they ain't Black if they voted for Trump. But that's not the gaffe. That wasn't. That's not the level of what we're talking about. This is a good thing to say. You know, uh, here's the thing is that the only uh, thing missing is the tone of voice in which he said it in. Because if he said it like. Context is everything. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> because if he said it like. Well, he's like, are you kidding? Indians. Indian Americans are taking over the country. You know, yeah. he's like big, congratulating his big. Yeah, uh, they're in high placing yeah. positions in government. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah, he does actually have one of the most diverse you know, cabinets or, or whatever. He has a lot of women and stuff like that. And that's great. So he's just. It's also kind of patting himself on the back. He's like, look at all these people that I hire that aren't white. You got all the brownies with me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see all these people? By the way, why do people not call Indians brownies? That'd be a cool, like a- Like from the movie Willow? I don't know. I agree. I I think we should make it, yeah, I like brownie. Why are we calling people brownies? Brownies Brownie American. Brownie America. I mean, I don't know if that's if that's like one step down from like darkier Oreo. I don't know if it's on the same level of offensiveness, <laughs> but you know what though? Biden's got a point because the you always mention Sandeep that the highest average per capita income is Indian Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm trying to not. I'm trying to keep that fact under wraps, even though I always talk about it. Because yeah. like, I don't want anybody talk, to know, but let me tell this you out. about this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to exactly. have a target on our back. I'm like, dude, everyone, all Indians, just shut the fuck up about this whole thing. Oh, just no, do I, it I quietly, it. like if you tell everybody, and then um, then it won't happen. Yeah, you gotta. No, Indians really are the best race, though, because like you guys don't get any of the hate that the other minorities get, and you make all the fucking money. Like it really is the best. <laughs> we got I mean, all the street cred of being a minority and none of the jail time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah, you're very. You're like the safe brown person. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're you're the safe minority. You guys, you guys run small businesses. 
or your doctors. There's no in between. I mean, all our bodegas. <laughs> yeah, the bo- every Dunkin' Donuts, every bodega, entrepreneurs, man, all of them. No, definitely a uh, big fan, big fan of the Indians. But yeah, the in 2006, while Joe Biden was a senator, he said in Delaware, the largest growth of uh, Indian Americans is moved from India. You can't go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So that was a gaffe of like in 2006 of Joe Biden. But this is a good one. This is awesome. Now to go back when he was like almost getting ready to run for VP too. Oh my God. I'm surprised that that quote didn't come out more during the, uh, during that campaign cycle. It it, it was a classic Joe Biden gaffe, but uh, this is not that. Classic Joe. Yeah. (laughs) That fucking Indian. Now, no. So Sandeep, are you, um, we, we texted about this last night. Do you, do you, do you ever feel like a, like an Indian supremacist? Do you ever, do you ever feel like a superior race? Oh, I think it's a great thing in you. Yeah, no, I think I think we uh, we're like the Switzerland of the race wars because we're like totally out of it. We're like totally like not on anyone's side. I think we should be the Indians should be the the anytime there's like some kind of like someone's offended or mm-hmm. someone feels like someone's insensitive to race. The Indian there should be an Indian judge because we're like the only impartial party. Yeah, if there was ever like a race court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> race court. <laughs> race court with Judge Sen. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh my god you guys should definitely do that that would be um that would be epic and you would get so much hate for it i'm sure um oh, yeah but it would be hilarious and that's the point well also too because you got your minority you can get away with a lot more of that kind of shit uh, like like vanilla face who doesn't touch dicks over here i can't get away with anything okay but like sandeep because you've got slightly more melanin you can totally get away get away with that kind of comedy but that's a different conversation um is there any more details to this any, any other mad nebraskan twitter followers or whatever well it's it's the Aaliyah question was very because all the, many like stories reported it and they kind of some kind of alluded to the fact that he made some kind of gaffe or he mm-hmm. made some kind of error but i don't i'm not sure who they think is upset at this are they saying that it's an error. It was insensitive to Indian Americans because it sure as fuck was not. I guarantee you, we did not have any problem with that. They're all so like, I don't yeah, know what Joe. they're saying. It was. I'm still unclear that they. A lot of publications allude. At least the Sun, to their credit, at least like put quotes, even though they didn't even put say the person's name, but they said yeah, someone they said this. The other places, like the Post and other places they reported, they said to the extent that they even said someone was upset, they're like it seems that he made a gaffe or he may have made an incense. And then I mean, saying who's saying that. And so I don't know. Yeah. The, it's like, did they actually ask anyone who was Indian if they were offended or did yeah. they like the white savior thing? It's like, Oh, I must save them. And it's like, no, I'm actually fine. Like we're totally. Yeah. There is a, you're right. Ilya, there is an epidemic of white people who, who were like, I need to get offended on behalf of, a, you know, these are the people yeah. in the show that I'm one of My the good ones. My white guilt and... is kidding me. This is how well, I let me answer your queer... myself. Sorry, let me answer your original question, Sandeep, which is, you know, uh, who's mad about this? The answer is nobody. Because here's the thing. The Sun, I'm pretty sure, is a right-leaning publication. And one of the reasons why we don't typically cover political figures on this show is because most of the time, uh, journalism is not really um, unbiased anymore. So what a lot of these publications do, exactly. What a lot of these publications do is they take something that's very innocuous like this and they work backwards from their conclusion. So they go, oh, Biden said that. How can we fucking hang him with it? Mm -hmm. As opposed to, oh my God, Biden said that. 
Like, mm-hmm. like there's a difference. And so oftentimes a lot of these articles get written with an agenda. And so this is a very good example of journalism with an agenda mm-hmm. and somebody who's trying to make him look like shit because he sure works for a publication who's, you know, owner is somebody who probably doesn't agree with this. Yeah, and it's, it's, it was sort of clickbaity, like Joe Biden sparks outrage that he tells Ness engineer. And, and yeah. it, it was clickbaity, and it worked for me because I clicked it, and I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> we got to do this story. <laughs> well, also, too, uh, uh, way back in the very early days of this uh, podcast, we get a Sun story where people were supposed to be outraged that Chris Christie was seen in public eating an extra large bag of M&Ms, and that was causing outrage. So, like, they really, they're the bottom of the fucking barrel, the fucking Sun. It's right. like, um, by the look of them, that kind of looks like that's all he eats, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> Get him. Like, how was that surprising? He's a very <laughs> large man. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, this outrage is bullshit. Uh, this is this is very clear click, like you said, clickbaity journalism with an agenda, not for it, fake outrage all the way. Yeah, but I mean, I want to say it wasn't just like uh, many publications are alluding to the fact that he made some kind of gaffe, mm-hmm. which again, I that's part of their right. agenda. They they they, yeah. they he didn't make a gaffe. They want him to have made a gaffe because it makes them yeah. and their team look good. And again, that, that's why we really on this show we don't do it very often because every story would just be we'd trace it back and be like, oh, that publication wrote this. Oh, yeah. it's because they don't like that person. Oh, that person's the lady in the other way, and their newspaper says this. So it's you know, that's just how it goes. But yeah, fake outrage. Um all right, so now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Aliyah Janine. Yes. Um, anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here in the universe? Um, do I? Um, now that now that dudes can't send you creepy DMs, you've got nothing to get mad about anymore. This is crazy. I know, and I don't <laughs> drive either. I just have a, no, but I've been meditating. I'm on day 52 in a row, so like I'm an expert now, so I'm all like zen and shit. Yeah, you kind of do seem a little bit more calm. Um, yeah. I, well, I also don't have a uterus anymore, so my <laughs> hormones are totally just like even keel, and that is quite nice. Let me tell you, your brain's thinking <laughs> with your brain. It's like, oh my god, yeah. As I have, this is incredible. Another. Yeah, no, that's actually pretty um, amazing. No, besides like the being shadow band thing um, <laughs> on Facebook and um, Instagram, I don't really have anything. It is, um, it is pretty funny. I'm going to be writing a blog about it. I'm almost done. It'll be on my website, aliechin.com. Um, maybe later this evening, or um, I don't know when this will be released, but um, uh, probably a few weeks, two, three weeks, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Well then yeah. you guys, this will already done and maybe I'll finally be verified. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. She'll be back up. She'll be on shadow. Ban. you know, actually that's actually a, a, not a bad outrage to talk about is yeah. I've never been shadow banned because I don't have like a, enough of a public profile. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully not yet anyway, but um, <laughs> it, it's, I've been put in Twitter jail or not Twitter, uh, Facebook jail before. Yeah. And that's frustrating as hell getting temp bans from these websites. From, from, yeah, for certain things. And like, I even have screenshots. Like I only have like one violation on um, Instagram from 2020. And the picture was fine, by the way. Like it was just me in a swimsuit, but that guy, it was in my IG stories and that someone reported it. So it got taken down. Was um, it a um, uh, uh, revealing pic? I'm trying to. It was me in a bikini. Just you and a yeah. There's a lot of that in Instagram. I don't understand why they did yeah, that. Yeah, um, well, wait, wait, wait. Big, what was the? It was just me in a bikini. Yeah. Well, so why did they take it down? Because the because for nudity and sexuality. Yeah, she was also holding up a uh, uh, sign that said that uh, I hate black people. Also, <laughs> but like the little bit. Wait, no. Instagram has a nudity and sexuality 
fan? Oh, it's yeah. It's all nudity and sexuality. Wait, what, That's the whole point of Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's What's all just thirst traps. What are we... Yeah, no, well, mine, and it was in my IG stories too. So it wasn't even like an actual post, but that got taken down. And then on Facebook, I only have three. And like, I've been on both these platforms. Like my, this is a fairly new Instagram account. Well, I mean, fairly new. Um, It's like seven years old. Like I started it when I started um doing comedy and stuff. But yeah, like if you, you could do it right now, like when you Google my name, normally it will have like Twitter, my Wikipedia, and then like, Maybe like I think the Stan Comedy Club YouTube will have my website, but normally because um, I have a Wikipedia page, we'll have profiles and it will say like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the Instagram and Facebook are gone. And even if you Google Aaliyah Janine Instagram, you can't see it. So that is like a serious shadow ban. And like my followers oh. haven't like I haven't gained any followers. And, and on, on top of that, too, the amount of effort it takes to report an Instagram story, because usually when you're just going through the stories on there, you're just kind of tapping through. Mm-hmm. That means somebody actually stopped and they were like, no, 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 I have to take the time to send in the mm-hmm. report rather than just tapping it once and making it go away. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, well, on places like like TikTok, because I've gotten um, like my friends like go on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. So I went on fucking TikTok. And I made this one. It's called a stitch. It's where you um, like you take a part of someone else's video and then like you comment on it or you add to it or whatever. And it was with these dudes. Um, he has all these shirts and he's talking about how four inches is enough. So he's talking about dicks. Basically, four inch dicks are, are supposed to be big enough. And he's basically copying Donald Trump's thing, you know, and how he speaks. And he's getting all of these dudes with four inch dicks to actually think that this guy is serious. Basically, I'm like, um, a dude who has four <laughs> nice. inches is not going around making T-shirts like that's big dick energy. I'm sorry. Like this is a gag or whatever. But I had made something um, a stitch to that. I'm just like. It was, it was meant to be funny. I'm like, oh, they just all have little, little peckers and they need to deal with it in a healthier manner. Well, that got taken down for um, bullying and harassment. And then after that, all of my videos kept getting reported because what a lot of these Gen Zers will do is that they'll get a group of fuckers and they'll just attack your account. And because especially with the like, mob, the mob came for you. Yeah. And especially with TikTok, because of all that, it's all algorithm based and they don't really fucking check. Like if enough people like report on this, they're just going to take it down without even looking. And then you can appeal it. But depending on how many reports it got, it will either like allow it back up. I don't think actual people look at this. And so, yeah, I had like, I was like, I was on there for three weeks and I got suspended for five days because of these fuckers. So Instagram sometimes, um, maybe the same, not really. No, I'm pretty sure Instagram is doing this to me because I keep, um, tweeting them how, um, they're very hypocritical and sexist about their practices because they'll, I've had dudes like send me hardcore, like basically pics of me in porn, you know, via DM. And I'll be like, yo, like you guys are, don't allow this, but they'll be able to keep their account. But then like, you know, just a regular sex worker who's, well, I mean, sometimes they do deserve to get taken down, but you know, some of them don't, you know, some of them have regular accounts and they'll just like delete their account for no reason. Um, there's, a woman in porn that, that works for um, like this organization that helps out performers. And they, she got a bunch of um, porn, like porn and just sex workers accounts back um, from being like unsuspended and stuff like that. But yeah, they're, um, they're very sexist. And so they're, um, they're punishing me for pointing that fact out, I guess. I don't know. Cause I right. haven't done anything wrong. Like I have 
one violation. And- no, it, it is bullshit. And they're very inconsistent. And the appeals process takes fucking days, if not weeks. No, re- you are absolutely right, Lee. Yeah. Real and people aren't fucking allow- looking at this. Yeah. And there's like like my one good friend, like this is going to be in my blog. Um, and I love her dearly. She's my little porno Barney, uh, Barbie. Um, Kendra Sutherland, like she had, there was a big news. Porno article. Barbie. Yeah. Oh, she looks like fucking Barbie. She's amazing. Um, and one of my favorite brunch people to go to brunch with. But um, she had posted... <laughs> Like this thing in IG story where she had like a dildo and she was sucking on it or something like that. I don't know. She's been able to get away with a lot on Instagram. She's verified, um, had like 2 million followers and a bunch of people made a big stink about that. It's like, oh, how come she could do this? And then she got her account deleted. And normally when you do something like that, supposed to be banned, like you're not supposed to go back. But she has another account and it's also verified. Again, so it, like sometimes it is who you know, and maybe someone on Instagram, you know, because Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same people, they're just like, fuck this bitch. You know? It's good to know that real dicks and fake dicks are banned on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and that, 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 is, that is a good place to end right there. Thank you all for listening. Um, please do not send any lewd emails to us at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. Uh, fucking Phil's where you get me on the gram. Sandeep Send Comic is where you can get the. Uh, the Brown and the Superior Guy right over there. Five stars on iTunes if you have 30 seconds of your life. We definitely appreciate that. And Aaliyah Janine uh, is at AaliyahJanine.com. Definitely check out How to Do Drugs. And where else do you want them to go, all 12? Um, it's on YouTube. You just go to my website. It has everything there, social media and stuff. Sweet. All right. But before we go, Sandeep Sen, as always, any parting thoughts? Indian Americans taking over the country. That's right. <laughs> Kiss the ring, other races. Kiss the ring. <laughs> Who's cool now, bitches? <laughs>